Hi, this is Jonathan, and I play the human wizard, Jonathan the Magimuscular. Hi, I'm Jack. I play Trevancore, a half-elf Beastmaster Ranger. Hi, this is John. I play your half-orc barbarian, Carlton Tanks. Hi, this is Julia. I play the rock gnome cleric, Bernice Q. Burns. And I am Lauren, a.k.a. Obocrazy, your humble DM, and welcome to Dungeon Drunks. Distinguished adventurers last time on Dungeon Drunks, our heroes examine the magic items they were given as thanks from the Smelly Tent tribe. This included a couple of fun items, including a talking skull named Murray. While chatting with Murray, he warned them that the Mind Flayer was coming back, and now had an army of Baphomet cultists with him. Our heroes retreated into the tunnels with their friends in the Smelly Tent tribe and stayed quiet. Moments later, the Mind Flayer took the entire crew of cultists by, leading down the path that would lead them to the fiends the Mind Flayers had wanted to capture. Once safe, the Smelly Tent tribe finally continued into the Underdark, while our heroes decided that the best course of action would be to follow the carnage, wait to see who survived, and dispatch of whoever was left. We now rejoin our heroes, already in sneaking progress. All right, then I would love stealth checks from everybody. Sneaking, sneaking, sneaking. I'm just over here sneaking. Get the... Not very well, I'm not. You are sneaking as well as Bucks right now. You should take that as a compliment. Well, Carlton, how well are you sneaking? Pass Without Trace is still active, so that makes that 7 a 17. (laughs) All right. (laughs) The only reason I have double digits. And Jonathan and Bucks? Uh, Jonathan the Magic Muscular gets a mighty 25, and Bucks gets a not quite as mighty 17. Okay. And Travancore and Shadow? 31 for Travancore, 28 for Shadow. <laughs> and uh, Bernie and Coco Snoot. We're adding 10, right? Yep. Okay. So Coco Snoot gets a 19, and Bernie gets a 20. <laughs> All right. <laughs> not our finest hour. You proceed to sneak down the tunnel following this phalanx of cultists and this one Alhoun. And Travancore, pass out traces 10 minutes. I ask it pretty much every single time, but it's important. It's concentration up to one hour. Up to one hour. Okay. You travel for about 25 minutes. It takes a while, but you're going at a reasonably slow pace to try to sneak. So it's not like you're booking it. As you go, this tunnel, unlike all the others that you've been in, it remains huge and remains straight. It continues. And Jonathan, you know for a fact this is headed right in the direction of the Moonshy Isles. Now you are miles and miles and miles away at this point. This isn't like you're going to come upon your your home five minutes from now. But it's almost unearingly straight. The rock walls are a little rough. The floor is a little rough. But it is continually doesn't go doesn't descend doesn't ascend straight ahead once you reach about the 27 minute mark carlton and travancore you're the first to hear the fighting and it's loud you still can't see anything but you hear it the army has engaged the abishai dramatic pause <laughs> would you like to continue mr wharf fire <laughs> okay so see that's that's not as deep a cut that's great. Would you like to continue forward or were you interested? Yeah, we're going to in... we're going to try and sneak up and we're just going to be like, okay, everyone uh actually oh, maybe I should cuz the tell bond is not up, right? Nope. 
Not at the moment. Do we think we have 10 minutes for me to put it up? I don't think so. Okay, then let's, uh, we'll just have to rely on hand signals. I know we've, we've rehearsed this. Jonathan the Magimuscular, though, only has a couple of hand signals, and he flexes, and then he does the flex where he points, and then he does the flex where he other points, and it's like, that's it. Oh, I have this one, and he puts up his fist, but he also flexes with that. And then I have this one, I just raise the middle finger. <laughs> Travancore tugs on his beard three times, and nods ever slightly to the left. As you continue forward. <laughs> um, <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on, idiots. <laughs> nope, it's awesome. Jules, I love it. Jules is the audience right now. Yep. She's just giving us the, oh my god, you, you assholes. That's fine. It's awesome. It's fun. Sometimes I just have to keep going forward. That's 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 sometimes moving the mantra. Forward. Moving forward, always moving forward. As you continue forward, it's not very long before you come across your first body. Uh the body of a couple of Minotaur, actually. They look you're not quite sure how they died unless you want to take the time to look, but all of them have broken open brains and heads, as though something has come out. Uh you continue forward and you see more of the human cultists lying scattered. Uh, some of them have acid burns. A few of them look like the blood of stab wounds has just completely covered the floor. Like this, this poor person has been bleeding for quite a while. Obviously all dead. Some of these do not have broken open heads, however. Uh, you continue forward. The fighting gets closer. You hear yelling but it's yelling in it's uh, it's in Dachronic, so a couple of you actually <laughs> yeah, recognize it. yeah it took me a second to look it up i'm like what are they actually speaking in it's yelling in draconic and it's it's swearing mostly it's harsh guttural swearing mm, bad language up ahead you can just barely see this straight tunnel that you've been following the right side of it starts to curve in as though there is either a another passage or a room that is being shown, except just right there is complete pitch black. None of you can see through it. And you hear near it, through it, inside it, in that direction, battle. Oh, well. Bernie, as you say that, a minotaur arm flies it it like appears in the middle of nowhere through this darkness flies past you against the wall to hit the far wall and slide down in gore oh just the arm okay just the arm <sighs> fun fun we could have that that could have been me <laughs> okay let's um i think i'm going to send i'm going to send bucks to kind of peek around the corner a little Buddy, I want you to stay low to the ground and only take off when you need to. I, I want you to be able to take cover really quick. Okay. How far forward are you sending him? It's like a 50, 60 feet to this wall of darkness. I'm going to send him 50 feet through the air, and then he is going to land, and he is going to owl waddle his way to take a peek in. Okay. He lands. He starts to waddle forward. Just, he can actually, like, it's like a curtain in front of him of just complete and utter darkness. Just before he reaches it, you hear this horrible screaming. Someone is just terrified and 
like the arm before that just seemed to appear out of nowhere out of this darkness a man appears in one of the cultist robes he's gripping his head as though he's trying to pull his own skull open eyes wide with terror doesn't even regard any of you as he just completely fills the cavern with this unholy yell of terror and he is running not directly at you but in your direction what do you do drop him how uh no that's what i say to the group i say drop him and i'm gonna wing a firebolt at him okay yep. try it's time to engage yep roll an attack uh any of you who are attacking him he is uh he seems to be unarmed and he is just running at you in blind terror uh soft 20 that hits I did claim it, even though it would probably change it after what you, the way you described. Uh, 11 damage. Okay. And uh, Carlton, you, you stepped up. I'm actually going to wish for a miss because, you know, I claimed I was going to attack, but then you described it a little bit more in depth. And now it'll be like, all right, well, 27. You hit. And how much damage? Do you I need don't to have split to split it? it. No. Okay. Uh, 15. And it looked like uh, Travancore, you attacked? 24. How much damage? That's going to do, oh, well, six damage. Okay. And Bernie, what are you doing? Uh, oh, I'll get there in a second. She'll use a cantrip. She doesn't think it's going to take that much to kill this guy. She's going to sacred flame him. This is less like this is you're all reacting at the same time, which is why I'm asking. So it's not necessarily like Bernie, you can see what the other what what the results. No one can see what the results of anybody are. You're basically all reacting like, ah! i think Drop yeah him. i think she's got like spells she wants to use and she's uh we're at 11th level now this is 3d8 radiant damage okay if he misses his dexterity saving throw oh okay oh yeah roll to five he totally misses cool. oh shit you're right it is three it's 3d10 for me i missed a d10 one second that's 10 damage and jonathan what was that missing number the missing number is a uh, seven, so that's going to be 18 total. Carlton closes the distance quickly while the rest of you fire off spells. And Carlton, as your blade comes down, it is just a fraction later than the arrow and the spells. And he is already dead by the time you cleave him through. In and the body slumps to the ground, um, still gripping its hair uh, with Fingers that are now clenched in death in terror. And there is still battle going on in the darkness. Uh, as Buck sees that you are no longer in danger, he pokes his head on in. He sees nothing but blackness. He cannot see. And uh, and he, he looks back and I say, come on back, buddy. And uh, and I say, yeah, that's that's a darkness spell or something. Ah. That's just it's darkness. I don't know if it's magic, or I, I mean, it's obviously magic, or I don't know what made it, but yeah. Are you saying this out loud, or are you saying this in your head? I'm saying Buck? this out loud, yeah. Okay. I'm kind of stammering, too. Bucks hears you, and he he doesn't even try to waddle back. He just takes off and flies in your direction. And and just as he kind of crests over your head, and you can tell that he he's intending to circle around and land on your shoulder, another figure comes out of the darkness, a lanky green scaled dragon creature with hanging yellow wings there is black blood covering his left side and this wicked look in his red eyes the thing is larger than carlton and it is very clearly 
some sort of dragon. It's probably the Abishai. It looks very much like that picture that you saw. As it steps out of the darkness, sneering at you, it cocks its head, and then it growls out in draconic, Flee or fight, but don't stand there like idiots. And then it turns, and then it looks back at you. Travancore. Yo. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh dear. Oh dear. dear. Fortunately, your wisdom should be good. Oh, that's decent. Let's see. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Um, So that's going to be a 13. Travancore. Yo. This friend needs your help. And it looks at you, and in Draconic, it says, Shoot the Alhoon now. To arms, Conrad. And I run into the darkness. <laughs> and nice. Traven- and he said, "Shoot, not run." Well, All I have right. to be able to see what I'm shooting, right? Yeah, you and you, you don't know. And this creature turns back and walks back into the darkness. Um, you run forward, Shadow. I'm gonna say, I'll let you decide what he does, buddy. You're okay. Oh, oh, oh! Uh, Travancore I... does not yep. give any command to Shadow. Okay. Then Shadow will be obedient, Baron. Stay there for a moment. What are the rest of you doing as Travancore disappears behind the Abishai? Um, God damn it. JMM is going to go, Bucks, stay with Shadow. And he's going to look at everyone. It's like, I guess yeah, we go in. I guess we're going in. And Bernie's going to slide off Coco Snoot and say, stay with Shadow. And I'll turn and around. I- All I'll right. Go, Blue, stay with Ekthiarn. <laughs> charge in. <laughs> Oh, actually, and as somewhere we're going in a in, different plane of existence, Blue goes, okay. 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 I, oh. As we're going in, uh, Jonathan the Medmuscular is going to turn to Shadow and just say, protect them. And. Okay. I need everybody to roll initiative. Carlton, Jonathan, and Bernie, because you've taken that moment, you'll go on the second round because you essentially took a moment before you ran on in. So and it'll be as if. Everybody else has a surprise oh, round. No. <laughs> Steve Holt. Okay. Don't worry, buddy. We'll get through this together. <laughs> Don't worry, dude, Draco you. buddy. We need you and we need Well, that's a natural twenty for my <laughs> Alhoon, so Oh dear. I'll drink for it. I'm thirsty. No, Alhoon, I'm actually you're the enemy. I'm st- So I'll say Travancore, all you know, this Abishai is your friend. And you would Protect this thing like you would protect the rest of Harold Agreenus. Oh wait, don't... is this? Was I, am I charmed? You are charmed. So Fey ancestry. So I actually get advantage on that roll. All right, roll again. <laughs> okay, here we go. This is this was dominate person. You are charmed. Oh, that's a twenty-four. Oh, all right, I always forget the ancestry. Now I remember. So here's what I'm going to say. It orders you to come in and fight the Alhoon and then disappears into the darkness. And you go, okay. And then you stop just before the darkness and go, wait a minute. Wait a second. I don't like still, you. Wait. I still, Hold on there, partner. We're still going to stay in initiative, though. <laughs> okay. But yeah. He tried to charm me. Stay. Pretend. He, to, he didn't try oh, to God. charm you. He tried to dominate you. Oh, okay. You would have still seen your friends as your friends, but you were... Right. More importantly, it's more than you needed. (laughs) It was way more than the first roll, which was not enough. Okay. Let me get some numbers. I was only half expecting this. Bernie. One. Bernie got a natural one. Okay. When we get to you in the initiative, 
I would like to know why you rolled a natural one. But for the moment, we'll move on. Carlton? That will, now that I have advantage, will be a 22. And Jonathan? 18. Travancore? 22. 22. 22 bros. Woo-hoo. Who wants to go first? I think you both have the same dexterity bonus, so I'm just going to ask. Uh, I think, Jack, are you not uh, plus four now? I'm plus four. Yeah, I'm still plus three. Oh. Okay. All right, then Travancore will go first. Sweet. Shadow, Bucks, and Coco Snoot are staying behind, if I heard correctly. Okay. And now, Lauren. Hi. Now that uh, Jack or Travancore remembered his fake ancestry, is there still going to be that surprise round? Because I have features to negate that. So it wasn't that it was really a surprise round as much as what had happened was... Um, he ran in ahead of us. He ran in ahead. You would essentially take in a round to, to tell your okay. your animal companions to stay behind. So this isn't really surprise. I'm just... I'll say all of your... You'll go on your turn. All of you will go on your turn, but your your bonus actions will have been spent leaving your animal companions behind. Okay. So... That's what I'm going to say to even this out. I'm not going to take away your full action, but because it was stay here, guard each other, don't come into the darkness. That's Can what y'all decided to do. one of my attacks? So nope. I have two attacks and keep my bonus? Nope, because it'd be unfair to everybody else. Damn it. So I feel like I should say something and be honest because that's the kind of person I'm trying to be. I knew it. Um, what happened? Fae Ancestry only gives you advantage on saving throws against being charmed. doesn't say anything about dominate. But it's 20. So it's a charm effect. It's, it's charm a charm effect. effect. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So it counts as... The right, spell is called sure. Dominate Person, but this spell is called... is The the effect is charm. Okay. Julia, I'm so, sorry. I'm like 98% homework okay. in vegetables. That's all right. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the That's other fine. 2% is obscure references to 20-year-old things. So this is how we're going to work this, since Travancore didn't actually get charmed. However, you did all take the moment to make sure that your animal companions stay behind, as I'm going to say... Uh, you all get to go this round, but you've used your bonus actions to make those bucks stay, uh, shadows stay, for Bernie to get off a Coco Snoot, and for Carlton to have his moment of blue, stay with Ekthiarn. Uh, but you can still move, Damn and you can it. still do an action. <laughs> all right, I uh, lost my bonus action for a joke. <laughs> I got, hey, listen, I think it was an awesome joke, but sometimes you just got to be fair to everybody. I'm going to move yeah, that's fine. back Look at those blue planets. Travancore, you get to go first. You have rushed forward. You are basically about 15 feet away from your friends. Before you is a wall of darkness. You cannot see anything. How does... I mean, Travancore knows that this dude tried to dominate him, right? Oh, yeah. So he can play along and pretend he's still, like, dominated, even though he's not really, but... You would think. Bernie had an idea. She doesn't have any bonus actions to tell you guys, but she had a plan for the darkness. I I'm going to say you you are unsure, Travancore, but you think it might know whether it succeeded or failed. Like, you know, when you cast spells and they succeed or fail, you most of the time know. So you think this thing might know. All right, so I'm going to use my action to attack the Alhoon, figuring that, you know, if that gives him a reprieve, like, um, at least then it. You cannot currently see, see the anything. Yeah, before you, behind you is your friends, before you is a wall of darkness. I gotcha. All right. Well, you said attack the Alhoon, so hopefully this thing knows to stay out of the way of my aerials, so but it doesn't, it's not my problem. Because, hey, I tried to help you. You can. Uh, I'm guessing the Alhoon made the one that's cast in darkness anyway. But anyway, he's going to fire arrow just straight ahead, just because he doesn't know what else to do. 
Okay. Are you, so you're trying to hit the Alhoon? Yeah, so disadvantage. But... Yeah, the, and this thing has total cover from you. He's got him. Didn't you make him a sworn enemy earlier? He uh, that faded. I heard his Martin, but yeah, that faded, that faded after like an hour. Depending yeah. On. Okay, he's got cover. Yeah, because you can't see anything. So this is kind of like, like, it would be a disadvantage, and then he would also have the bonuses of total cover. Right. You're very um, well aware. since I'm first to attack, I also get advantage. You'll get the bonuses from cover, but at least it'll be a straight roll. Uh, it'll be a straight roll, but eh, I'll let you try. Go okay. for it. Why not? Here we go. 30. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Actually, that is right. Yeah, 30. No, that might be right. Um, Roll oh, a D3 a. for me, please. Okie dokie. There are three possible targets. <laughs> you're going to hit one of three things. <laughs> you're going to hit the guy who tried to dominate you. He's going to be like, Ow! Sorry, it's dark. The fuck, bro? Intragonic. There we go. There you go. Three. Okay. Your arrow strikes something. Roll hey. damage. All right, seven. What did I hit? You don't know? You didn't Can, see it. Does okay. Travancore have enough, like, I don't know, it's like spatial awareness to know about how far his arrow went? Like, I would hear it go off at least, one would think. And I'm pretty handy with an arrow to know. I don't want him to know, like, how far it can travel until it hits something. Here's what I'll say. You've got a vague idea because the thing that you hit actually did make noise. There was a slight grunt. Oh. All right. Well, we'll take that. So uh, I'll, I'll say that. All right. Travancore is going to stay put and he's going to end his turn. Okay. Something happens. Uh-oh. No one's eru- brain erupts from their skull. So there's that. Uh. Right. <laughs> Do Hold we hear on. any squishy sounds hitting the ground? It's like, Hold on. Why not? He didn't use this before. The Amdula Among Gobblers. That's right, the Medula Among Gobblers. All right, the Medula Among Gobblers. The best pun I've ever made, and Steven was not available to hear it. I mean, he will. He listens to this podcast. And I think it's one of those things in our relationship where he makes puns all the time, and I only make them on this podcast, so I inherently make them when he's not around. You hear a creature scream and get cut off by something, just (laughs) and then it's as if you hear, it's that weird sound of snow falling and where you hear just something light hit the ground. Carlton, it's your turn. All right, so I'm going to go into the dark. Oh, Carlton, okay. don't it go into the dark. Bernie wants to pitch black. light it up with flame. Uh, and uh, I'm going to start swinging. Okay. And before I do that, so I can't see. You cannot. Yeah. And they can't see. You don't know it, that. As far as I assume, as Carlton, I can't see. I can't see them, so they can't see me. Sure. That makes sense. So. I'm going to swing wildly. Sure. Now, if I go recklessly, is that advantage or straight? Because I would assume that if I can't see, they can't see, that would cancel out the disadvantage. And if I, I'm going to go recklessly regardless, I just want to know how you want me to roll it. Uh, go ahead and roll it straight. Okay. And I'm not raging. So it's a normal roll. Uh, 14. Carlton, into the dark. Carlton takes a step in front of you. Travancore disappears into the darkness. And then you watch as like, the points of his sword fly out as he takes this wild swing. Does not connect with anything. Well, that's good, because anything includes me, so I'm happy about that. All right, well, I get to do this twice. 
I'm assuming he's not attacking behind him and he knows that you're there. So I'm being okay. Nice. Thank you. Yes, I specifically stepped in front because I'm the protector. That's fine. Uh, a 19? Does not hit anything. You okay. sweep through. It is There is nothing that you can find, but you can't see anything, so you don't know. But now if I feel something moving past me, I can swing wildly again. Sure. Something's going to bump into me. Jonathan, it's your turn. Uh, Jonathan is going to hes gonna look at Bernie. He's going to nod. He's going to go into the darkness. And then he's going to hold his action to shoot with a firebolt the first enemy he sees. Okay, sure. And you're going to end your turn. So you're kind of moving up next to where Carlton is right now? I, I was kind of hoping to be next to next to Travancore. Well, Travancore so. isn't in the darkness. He is at the edge of it. So you can move up next to oh. Travancore if you'd like, but you will not be in the darkness. Okay. No, I want to be in the darkness. Okay. <laughs> you take, you step five more feet forward. You can feel the reassuring presence of your half-orc companion next to you, but it is ah. pitch black. You see right. nothing. You are holding your action. Okay. All right. And now I have to count things. I need... Carlton, Travancore, and Jonathan to make dexterity saving throws, please. Ooh, I'm a Dexy boy. Dexy boy! Oh. Yes. Well, I don't know, but well, yeah, probably. <laughs> I, probably. I need more than uh, yes or no. I need numbers. My danger sense does not kick off. Oh, well, 27. Yes, that does save. Jonathan? Three. Oh, dear. Not save. I'm in the dark. I'm also in the dark, so I cannot feel the danger sense, but it is a 21, so I'm going to keep those orc fingers crossed. Okay. So, so yes, Jonathan, since you failed this dexterity saving throw, you will take the full 31 points of fireball Ow! damage to your face. Travancore and Carlton, you, you hear it coming and manage to dodge enough to only take half. So you'll take 15. And yes. we're still aided, right? So our hit point totals are still a little higher. I thought it lasted eight hours. How long does aid last? Eight hours. Then yes, you are still eight. Yes. Sweet. Down to 74. But I'm like, in my mind, I'm like imagining Jonathan Magic the Muscular is like, so that's what that feels like. He's like, ow. <laughs> uh, it's not, it's un, it's unpleasant. <laughs> ow. I've been doing this to people? Oh my God. What? I'm a monster. <laughs> <laughs> it's like having to get tased before you can use a taser. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this, in the darkness, it is terrifying. You are suddenly just lit up like a Roman candle. Jonathan, you feel your skin crackle. The rest of you managed to avoid some of it, but it's still, it burns. And it's been a while since you felt a fireball. Jonathan has been very careful about everything. And now the full brunt of this thing. Bernie, you see the fireball explode out enough from the darkness to hit Travancore. Fortunately, he dodges most of it. Um, but you can hear your friends inside oh. also taking that, also doing that. What would you like to do? Bernie's going to cast Daylight. Okay. She's going to cast it just in case as a fourth level spell. And for those of you who are wondering, Daylight is a 60 foot radius sphere of light that spreads out from a point you choose within range. The range is 60 feet. I think what she's going to do is she's, she, it doesn't say I have to be able to see the point. Okay. Uh, so she's gonna think about where her companions are and put it, like, f she's gonna put it directly, it's gonna, it's, she's gonna put that point, we are probably at the edge of the darkness, so she's gonna plop that point. <coughs> oh, uh, I went down the wrong, the wrong oh no. place, sorry! Oh, oh no! Directly, are you Okay. <coughs> I didn't even yeah, roll that high. Lauren, I can't. I don't have actual magic to 
to heal you. <coughs> I just, I failed my constitution saving throw against T down the Water. wrong path. I'm sorry. Oh, you were about to cast daylight and do awesome things. And then I started Was, to choke. <coughs> I was thinking I would put it 30 feet directly in front of Carlton. 30 feet directly in front of Carlton. We're casting daylight. Okay. Uh, that specifically dispels magical darkness? You know, funny thing, it does specifically dispel magical darkness created by, so I guess it says, if I assume that it goes up, so like, it, this is a third level evocation, if any of the spells area overlaps the darkness created by a third level lower, I bumped it up to fourth level, because I just assumed. That's okay. I assume that's how it works, since it works like that for every other spell. You assumed correctly, and yes. You pick that point, and you launch daylight. And for a moment, everybody has to wince, because several people go from seeing absolutely nothing to now seeing this giant cavern open for what looks like four or five hundred feet on all sides. But fairly close by are three, well, two creatures, and the body of one of these abishai um the green one that spoke to you is still up and has moved off to your right there is basically at your feet a black one that looks wild-eyed and torn up and to your left many more feet away you see the bloodied alhoon you are in kind of a, a tense triangle of glaring and death as this light goes off. Are you a fan of fantasy role-playing? Looking for more D&D action outside your normal campaign? Do you enjoy laughing uncontrollably? Look no further than the You Meet in a Tavern podcast. Follow the continuing adventures of Tug, Durf, and Carl as Dungeon Master Joe leads them on the adventure of a lifetime. Work four 20-somethings with dull jobs by day, letting our inner nerd kids shine in our first ever 5th edition D&D campaign together. Fans are calling it a gripping tale with a talented cast, a large source of encouragement to get myself in my own D&D group, the funniest D&D podcast I've ever listened to. But don't take it from them. Check out You Meet in a Tavern for yourself on all your favorite podcast apps. That's You Meet in a Tavern, because every good story starts in a bar. We here at Dungeon Drunks are huge fans of Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. It's an official free-to-play Dungeons & Dragons-based clicker game available on Steam, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4. I usually have the game running in the background while I edit audio for this podcast. It is so much fun to put together a formation that includes champions from Companions of the Hall, Dice Camera Action, C-Team, Force Grey, and even more. It's always exciting to open chests to see what new gear my champions have. And speaking of chests, thanks to the fine folks who made Idle Champions, we're fortunate enough to be able to offer a free gold chest for the Steam version of the game to all of our listeners. Now this code expires on June 9th, 2019 at 8pm Pacific, so you only have a week to redeem it once this episode is posted. Open up the game, go to the shop, and type in this code. O-V-E-N-Y-A-R-R-N-E-C. K-E-U-G-E. So use that code and then let us know on Twitter or Instagram what goodies you got. And now, enough of the loot drops. Back to the show.
who are you aiming at, Jonathan? Because first, uh, so yeah, my reaction goes off. And so, so there's a Carlton tanks immediately to my right. Yes. That might be obscuring the uh, Abushai. Eh. But the, but this guy is a little farther away. So your friends don't really obscure your vision that much, especially. I know. It's yeah. more like. It, I oh, imagine though, is like you were looking forward and the light hit you and you went, oh, and so you might not see what's in front of you at first. So I think it's probably going to be just, so I'm just going to roll a d20 and uh, highs, I go for the Alhoun, uh, lows, I go for the Abishai. Sure. That's a low uh, fire incoming to the Abishai. Sure. He's going to counterspell you. Okay. Fitting as my firebolt winks out. I'm okay with him counterspelling a firebolt. <laughs> Yeah, he, it's just a reaction. He, the darkness drops. And so they both are, both the Alhoun and this dragon creature immediately lock eyes with all of you. And so he sees you casting this spell. And uh, Bernie, we're still in the middle of your turn. You have cast Daylight. Do I not have any more bonus actions now? Um, This was the first round. So no, your bonus action was to make sure that Coco Snoot stayed safe. So you can still move. Um, And Daylight, uh... is that the one that does damage? Daylight actually doesn't do any damage. Okay, it just... It just makes it so my companions can see. Well, that helps a lot. Does help a lot. And it lasts for an hour, so... Is it concentration? No, it's duration. I just... I I have the light of my goddess inside me, and it's currently hanging out outside of me, is what that is. I love that. All right. Uh, would you like to move? Would she like to move? Where are we on the... You're about 15 feet behind your friends who had moved up to the darkness. You are a good, what is that, 40, 50 feet. To your right, you see the Abishai. 50, 60 feet to your left, you see the Alhoun. Why does Ab- Abishai and Alhoun, this is like some kind of weird alphabet book. <laughs> I only like to use monsters that begin with the first couple letters of the alphabet because then it's a easier for me for to Abishai. find them it's in the monster manual. Travico Jr. has that book. Neither of these are in the monster manual. Okay. Um. So wait, hold on. To the right is the Abishai, yes. and the Abishai is the fiendy thing. Yep, he is the dragon-looking fiendy thing. This one specifically is green. And considering what Travancore said, you can make some assumptions on that point. To the left is the Mind Flayer, the Alhoun. And both of them are looking injured. You, you came in in the middle of this fight for sure, and they have both taken damage. She's going to move 25 feet to the northeast towards the Mind Flare. Sure. M is for Mind Flare. All right. Shadow and Bucks are protecting themselves behind you. Travancore, we're back at the top. You all get your bonus actions back. What would you all like right. to do? So Travancore is super not happy with fiends in general, particularly this Abishai in general for trying to, to dominate it. So he's going after the one on the right, and not only... So he's going to cast uh, Hunter's Mark as a bonus action on it. Sure. And he's also... You know what? I think that this is going to happen. This is what's happening. Um, I'm going to cast, and gosh, I hope everything's not, like, freaking, like, um, immune to lightning. He's going to cast on the third level... Ah, oh, gosh. Lightning arrow. Sure. Sweet. All right, so he's going to roll the dice. 27. That hits. All right, let me see. Remind myself what lightning arrow does. Let's see. I gotta do. The uh, creature has to make a what do you call it? A dexterity saving throw. And this is a spell, so yep. oh, he rolled an eight and an eight, and so that's, that's gonna, gonna fail. fail. 
Uh, that's going to be four die eight lightning damage. Gosh, I hope this thing isn't immune to lightning. You're about to find out. Well, okay. That's four die eight lightning, and I think I can add my hunter's mark to that too. So nineteen plus four. So twenty-three. Yep. Yeah, you watch as the lightning courses over his form, and he seems to take it all. He does not seem to resist any of it, and it growls at you. <laughs> See, that's what you get for trying to, to trick me. Anything else? Uh, let's see. Travancore. Shadow's staying behind, so I think he'll take... No, he's going to stay, but he's done. Okay. Bernie looks at him and says, fool me once, right, Travancore? <laughs> Travancore nods almost in- imperceptibly. All right. It is the Alhoon's turn, Bernie. Yeah. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Is it casting a spell? It is. Counterspell. Yay! I need you to roll. All right. It's a fifth level spell. (laughs) I rolled one. uh, So that is going to be, that's not enough to uh, to overcome it to get the DC. So it's like a, because it's like a DC 15, right? Uh, yeah, it's a fifth level spell. So, so I'm going to say you see him casting a familiar spell and you think he's going after Carlton. And so you're just looking in the wrong direction when it happens. I got a 16. 16 is the exact number you needed. Oh, thank God I have my little pluses. <laughs> thank God what you're was- wiser than Carlton. Bless Bay for my stone of smart luck. Right? <laughs> That thing that you've had forever. Uh, this creature. Oh, I have advantage on that. Hold on. Let's see if I can do any better. <laughs> That's a You can do piece. incrementally better. So this creature glares at you and you hear Jonathan try to stop it and he fails. But you know what's coming. And your mind does not belong to anyone but yourself. Correct. And... Bernie is going to put two fingers in front of her eyes and then jab them towards the Alhoon because she has a fucking plan for this thing. It is. And she looks at Jonathan. She says, stay alive, okay? I'll try. It is Carlton's turn. Cool. Uh, Rage. Okay. Uh, So let me go ahead and mark that. And then uh, I'm going to give a couple attacks here coming at him. And I will go reckless. Uh, 24. That hits? And you don't have uh, to, you know at this point, you don't have to split it. Alright, 22. Okay. Second attack. Sure. Tw- Ooh. Oh! <laughs> That's a crit! Woo! Then yes, that does hit. Alright, so, 15. <sighs> Ooh, and max damage on the crit. Nice! Uh, on the second part of the crit. But I get to do some more, so 15, 23, we're at 38, plus I'm a half orc. You, you do have to remember I, that. You should probably huh? remember you're a half-orc. It's only Ooh, been 11 max. levels of half-orc. So, wow. Jesus. Holy crap. So That's, this is what he does. This is, this is what 30, he's built for. 38. It is exactly uh, 46 points of damage. And let me see if I want to re-roll any of that before you take it. You know what? I, uh, I will. I will re-roll one of those using my feet. Don't uh, get greedy. D8. Uh, it's all right. It's the same amount. All right. So 46 points of damage. All right, you slash into him, and he, uh, and he then takes let me see it all. If I have... Oh, that's great! You actually that's great, slash cause... through one of his wings, and now you don't think that this thing can fly anymore. Good, <laughs> good. I'm. You're grounded. Go to your room. You're grounded. Do you speak Draconic? Sure. Uh, no, no, I don't. Then all you hear is. But you know what we did do before this fight was we had a short rest, and you know what I get back on a short rest? 
An action surge. Yep. Action, action surge! surge! <laughs> so while you action surge, I'll say that those of you who speak Draconic can hear it saying, I will not return to where I came from. Tiamat will bite your heads in two. Does does Tiamat sound like Tiamat no matter the language? I'd say yes, but if you don't speak Draconic, it's going to be hard to parse her out from the rest of the... What role do I have to do to prove to you that Bernie can recognize Tiamat no matter the language? It has to be your turn, and I'll let you roll on your turn. Two more attacks. Uh, A 26 to hit for 21 points. Okay. And then an 18. That hits. All right, for another Ooh. 20 points. Okay. Cheesy. This thing crazy. is looking super hurt. And then I whisper in its ear, Baphomet sends his, or is it Bahumet or what's the platinum one? How do you pronounce that one? The platinum dragon. Which Bahamut? Carlton says all of that. And <laughs> <laughs> Bahumet says his like regard. It coughs up Because there's Bahumet bl- and then Baphomet. It immediately coughs off some blood as it is laughing at you. The next line in the book is B is for Buff. Is it Ba? Is it Bahomet? Is it Baphomet? We don't <laughs> like know. Like Bahomet. We were back in Greenest and cannot re- quite remember the pronunciation guide. B I know. is for a bunch of things. A is for Al Abishai. B is for Baphomet. Yeah, you carve into this thing, and then when you say that, it just starts. It it literally spits out its own blood and laughs at you as it is. There's, there's our episode title. B is for Baphomet. Yeah. And Jonathan, it is your turn. All right. Jonathan the Mad Muscular is going to move up. He's going to move forward sort of in between the two. Okay. And um, and as he goes, he looks at the at the uh, uh, Alhoon, but then he turns to the uh, to the Abushai and puts and starts trying to put some uh, scorching rays into its chest. So the Alhoon is going to counterspell you. <clears throat> okay. So, C is for counterspell. <laughs> That's fine. The ABCs so you of look, D&D. Yeah. You look at it, and as you are turning, uh, drawing your hand and the arcane symbols in the air, you feel the counterspell like hit the back of your head, and your hand just fizzles. Okay. So that's a... I will trade second level spells for his third level spells. And as, as he's going... Because uh, the arcane motion is literally like just like that, <laughs> and as he does, like he feels, he's like, God, damn. yeah. But he, and he almost like goes up with his own hand, but he holds, he holds. Okay. And uh, that is uh, that is Jonathan the Muscular's turn because I don't have any bonus actions to do at the moment. Fair enough. The Abishai is gonna go. It's going to unsheath his claws and unload on back on you, Carlton. And while you don't understand what it growls to you, those of you who do speak Draconic can hear it say, I will drag you back with me to hell. First, he is for Draconic. Say hi okay. to my grandpa for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! That's <laughs> uh, a 24 to hit. Uh, yes. Yes, it does. And I will need it separate. Okay. Well, I'm going to need you to make a constitution saving throw while I do this. Oh, yeah, that's fine. That, that's I'm good at those. That ain't, that ain't no thing. Oh, fuck. Ain't nothing but a cute thing. <laughs> You're going to take- f- That's what I get for being so- <laughs> You're going to take 15 piercing damage, but it is magical piercing damage. His claws are I'm, magic. I am resistant regardless if it's magical or not to bludgeoning, slashing, piercing. Okay. Uh, what'd you roll in your constitution saving throw? Uh, 14. Okay. You take 11 poison damage, and you are now poisoned for the next minute. All right. 
You can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of your turns. It's gonna unleash on you again. Uh, It's a 19 to hit. Good thing it can't super poison you. That is your magic number. Okay. You... I think I do need you to make the constitution saving throw again, because it says okay, it must fine. succeed on a constitution saving throw. You can't be poisoned again, but it's the poison but the, damage. the poison damage. I think you need to... Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Fuck! God damn, wow. Uh, 14 again, so... So that's 13 magical piercing damage, and then uh, 11 poison damage. Took all of that. Hey, you got the mouth. Nice. It looks like for a moment it's going to cast a spell, and then it just growls, and it just slashes you a third time with its claws. Uh, and that's going to hit that's gonna 27. Hit. I need to make a constitution saving throw. Hey, let's see if I get a 14 again. Come on, dice. It's going to be uh, nine. Right, something. Hey, there we go, 19. Okay, so it's going to be nine piercing damage. All right, so I'll take four of that. Uh, and then you don't, you manage to finally, like, you feel the por- the poison. <laughs> Coursing. My veins are all black from the poison and like throbbing because I'm raging. And I'm like, you can't fit any more poison in here. I'm maxed out. Yeah, it's it's bad though. But after two times of that, you're able, kind of the third time, to just turn enough out of the way that even though it slashes at you, you manage to avoid it. It's gonna stay there. I have to double check one thing. Uh, but I will say because yeah, it's Bernie's turn. Bernie. It is your turn. Okie dokie. Bernie is going to cast Flame Strike. Okay. Ooh. On the M-, M is for Mind Flare. Just on the Mind Flare? It's a 10 foot radius. That's all we've got, man. She's okay. doing. A- I couldn't remember if uh, Flame Strike was yeah. the one in where it's like 10. There's a couple of them in where you just get to rain fire down. I couldn't remember which one it was. Okay. This is more of a rain fire up. <laughs> A vertical column <laughs> of divine fire roars. Oh, I guess it is coming down from the heavens in a location you specify. Specifically, the mind flare. Sure. <laughs> each, each On top cre- of the mind each, flare. <laughs> each creature in a 10 foot radius Must. is a 40 foot high cylinder. So unless he's got mad ups. As they would say in the nineties. No, uh, they don't say that anymore. He's, he's got advantage on saving throws against magic, but is it a saving throw or is it an attack? It's a dexterity saving throw, and he's still gonna do. No, nope. like, he failed. He rolled. Cool. He rolled a two and a seven, even with his bonuses. That's not gonna work. So he's gonna get forty-six fire damage and forty-six radiant damage. <laughs> as in four D six or four T six. D, D as in dog. D as in dog. I will let you roll it if you like, but I will say, how would you like to destroy this creature? Yeah. I'd like to know how much I killed by. Okay, that's 12 on the fire. That's super fair enough. That's 13 on the radiant. We're just doing better by one. And Bernie, Bernie just kind of like, you know when, um, (laughs) this is going to be horrible. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) <laughs> oh no you know when like uh people who are pyromaniacs are like watching fire and they kind of like make the little fire noise <laughs> bernie just kind of bernie like brings down the divine heavens on him and then she just goes like <laughs> is that what pyromaniacs do <laughs> she's just sitting there like <laughs> like kind of like oh what is i thinking about there's this I God, I can't believe I'm, I'm, I'm curious what you are thinking about. <laughs> I'm worried <laughs> what you're thinking about. <laughs> you know, 
Oh, actually, okay, so maybe not. Like, there's that nice reflection of the flames in her eyes. Yeah. She just whispers, whoosh. That's super cinematic. Engulfs him, and she's just kind of smiling a little bit. And then she just turns her crazy flame eyes towards the <laughs> And it helps that these are defined divine flames. Like normally this would be a little disconcerting for all of you, but even the fire part of this is a divine component. You actually watch as the light spell that Bernie has cast almost glows brighter as this happens, as though her goddess is there in the room cheering her on it's a really smug smile too (laughs) it's the kind of smile that says i know like she's she's so beyond this mind flare she's looking at the abishai like how would you like to die today is there anything else you'd like to do well funny you mentioned that because she was thinking about getting precisely within 20 feet of the abishai okay i don't know i would like to quickly take a a I assume this Abishai is like almost dead. It looks Carlton laid into this thing. It's obvious one of its wings can is gone. Essentially, it does not look like it's going to survive another assault. So earlier, just in case the mind flare wasn't going to die, I was going to cast spiritual weapon, and it was going to be an egg beater, like the handheld kind. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I thought that was appropriate because you know brain. How? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm taking the hell. You know, like inside the skull, just going. <laughs> I mean, I feel you, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, you never made brains and eggs before. No, it's no. <laughs> it's it's a breakfast. It's it's a breakfast. Um, like you do. Breakfast. Well, like you do. Popular <laughs> in actually southern cuisine. Maybe not found on the continent of Faerun, but. <laughs> I don't know. I think she's done enough killing for now, and she's got to refocus on fixing whatever is now wrong with Carlton. So she's going to look at Travancore and go, do you want to do this one? And Travancore once again nods, almost imperceptibly. All right. Bernie moves up, looks at Carlton, can see that he's poisoned, nods at Travancore, and it is now Travancore's turn. All right, Travancore feeling emboldened by uh, by Bernie's sacred flame and the you know, actual nod specifically. He's going to use his sharpshooter feet and he's going to try and take him down this way to get uh, load up on that bonus. Sure. Figuring that if he if he even misses, Carlton's right there. And that was a bad decision because eleven. No, this thing actually brings up a claw and it's inelegant and rough, but it bats the arrow out of the way before it can hit. The flames die a little in Bernie's eyes. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> is there anything else you'd like to do? You have a bonus action and, a, and movement. Yeah, I think Travancore is going to feel shame as a bonus action <laughs> in this turn. <laughs> <laughs> you were so awed by everything Bernie did. Carlton, it is your turn. You are poisoned, which means you have disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. Crap. Forgot about that. That is true. That is Unless true. Unless I go reckless. In which case in it which evens I out. Will. Yes. So, uh, Reckless still raging. Okay. Let's do this. <laughs> well, that should be enough. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, you oh. might as well just call me C is for crit. Because right. that's another crit. I guess C is for crit tonight. Go ahead tonight. and roll damage. I'm just going to give it to you all at once. 43 points. D is for do this, comma, how do you want to? <laughs> I'm going to pause the game for a second. Oh. No, no, no. What? I need you to trust me. Something's about to happen. I always do. So tr- just trust me. I trust yep. you, Lauren. I always do. Okay. Carlton, 
you slash off the other wing of this creature and then you you thrust your sword directly into its chest it grabs the sword and for those of you who speak draconic you hear it as it gutturally (laughs) damn it eat your bones and as it slumps on your weapon you watch as the form of this creature curls in on itself and it pulls itself off of your weapon and starts to spin and it seems like it's sucked into a point in space you all take a moment to step back travancore you actually notice the body of the other abishai is gone and in this space that carlton destroyed this one the ball of its form is spinning faster and faster and then it this giant red portal opens you feel this blast of heat and light and your stomach drops and you all feel fear and through the portal in a blasted landscape covered in death and chains and destruction and in the distance a gargantuan figure a dragon five-headed <laughs> looking directly at you each of its heads picking one of you sneering and in your mind you hear the goddess of dragons you hear tiamat say you ruin my plans, and now you are mine. And Bernie, your head, you hear a familiar voice. And she says, Oh no, not today. And the light spell that you had cast starts to move and drops down in front of you. And before you now, as you had stepped closer to this creature, you'd actually stepped directly under the ball of light you had created. Never knowing it would move, except now it's before you. And you are overwhelmed with a familiar, welcoming presence of your goddess. And without thinking, reach out your hand and touch the ball. And she says, you will be their anchor. You will bring them back. And light shoots out from the ball, from your hand, through the ball, out to this portal, where the figure of the gargantuan goddess of evil dragons is charging directly for this portal, intent on pulling you through. You feel the air around you, pushing you forward as though you're being sucked into this thing. You slide on the dirt. Pebbles go flying. Bux is beating his wings. Shadow digs into the ground. And Coco Snoot just trots up to Bernie and sits next to her. And as you are all struggling to stay out of this portal, you hear her roar. You hear her yell in dismay. And there's a flash. And it's still a blasted hellscape, but it's somewhere else now. And just before Bernie watches her friends fly, sucked 
into this portal into another realm. She hears her goddess say, it'll be okay. They've got you to help them. And that's where we're going to end. Wow. What? And next time we get together, <laughs> some of you are going to be at the descent as we play. Oh, look at this lovely hellscape called L.A. We'll be in L.A. Yeah. Out there. Huh. Enough of the talk here. It is hell. <laughs> <laughs> the tacos are like twelve dollars. I want to thank you all for bearing with me. I don't. I don't. I don't think I've ever actually gone into a full-on cutscene where I ask you all to just play Lauren, along. that was cinematic as fuck. Yeah, I that, was that was great. Amazing. Thanks that for was... not making me mash buttons in the middle of that cutscene. That would have been <laughs> there, was, there was zero. I, I, however, I do say I want to appreciate because I, I, I think this might be the only time I've ever done that, and I appreciate you playing along with me because normally I would take a lot of interruptions and let me, let me, let me. So I appreciate yeah. that. Let me give you some experience, and then. For letting you cutscenes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and there were two Abishai that you were you helped kill. There was another Mind Flayer. Uh, there was a bunch of stuff going on. There was also the decisions that you made. I joked at the beginning. I don't think we were recording, but uh, when I created this area, there was it was kind of a little bit of a sandbox. You could have done this in a multitude of ways, and definitely today was one of those days in where there could have been five or six different things that you had decided to do. And I appreciate the care and the interest you put into all of those ways. Also, Murray says hi. And so I'm going to give you a total 9,500 experience to split between the four of you. Next time, three of us are going to get together in L.A. We sadly will be without a Bernie, but she's going to be doing something. She's our anchor. She needs to bring us back from L.A. (laughs) She's going to be doing something incredibly, incredibly important on the other side. She needs to make sure that, you know, we get to the airport and then we, <laughs> that, that our Uber driver doesn't like, you know, we get, a, we get a Lyft, not an Uber. Thanks for listening to our adventure. If you've enjoyed our show, visit us at DungeonDrunks.com for links to all of our social media, pictures and bio of our cast, a full list of credits and more. We'd appreciate it if you left us a review, and we would love it if you come support us on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash dungeondrunks to sign up. Thanks again, and we'll see you next encounter. We appreciate all of our patrons, and extend a special thanks to our Artifact and Wondrous Tier patrons. Thank you Megan, Linnea Boyev, Lori, aka Calamity Jane, and Hunted Shadows, LLC.